Would you rather be chased by a bear or a bull? Um, neither. Well, I mean, here's the deal. Bears will shred you and bulls will gore you. And neither one sounds very pleasant. Well, bull, because I got a bull shirt. I got a red shirt on. So maybe the bull might try to charge me. Well, listen, when it comes to crypto, we'd much rather see the horns than the claws. And today we welcome back our trader mate from down under, Craig Cobb, to evaluate if the bulls are indeed taking charge of the markets once again. After the long fall from Bitcoin's high of 20,000 to 3,200, we'll all be glad to see a new run-up as the halving approaches. This would be a good time to get the point. Get it? Get the point? Because bulls and horns... Here on episode number 362 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. And welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast where Mr. Travis Wright has gotten the point. Did that hurt? Oh, you know, I got the horns. Well, if you mess with the bulls. That's what you get. That's what you get. But if you mess with the bears, you get shred to little mince meat. So, you know, I'll take the bulls. Well, I don't know. The bears aren't that. They don't scare me. Their quarterback's not that good. Their defense is not anywhere near what it used to be. So I'm not really scared of the bears at all. And how does Chicago get the bulls and the bears? Like, what, what's up with that? How'd they get both of the monetary euphemisms? Well, it's not just that. Not only do they have the bears, but they have the cubs, who one day will grow up to become bears. Hmm. So they have, the, but there's not like a small like, and then they got the Blackhawks. They they should have been like the uh, the baby calves. It's the Cubs mark, a Cub market. You know, they're like when the Bears are just little, they don't move the market too much. That's it's true. a Cub market. Okay. Anyway, that's the Bad Chicago Crypto Podcast. I am from the Chicago area, although I live in Denver now. Mr. Travis Wright in Kansas City, and go Chiefs! We're just a little over a week away from the Super Bowl. Actually, a little less than a week away. We're five days away from the Super Bowl because today is we're recording this on Tuesday, and I think this will go out when on Wednesday. Well, five days is the new week. Okay, okay. Well, you know that's cool. You, you do. You got your own rule. We got our own calendar here in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. We do, and we have our own sponsors. Our lead sponsor for the show, Moby. You know, money has existed for thousands of years. As Travis talks about, it started with cowrie shells, and then there were precious metals and minted coins, and then paper money, worthless fiat currency but the transfer of modern money it is slow and it is expensive for both merchants and consumers especially if you're crossing borders but now payments are going mobile that's why moby pay their ecosystem consists of three core applications that lets users spend or send money in digital currency around the world from their mobile phone mm, in a matter of seconds even if you don't have a bank account cool stuff with the moby coin gang and you can get ten dollars in free mbx tokens if you go to mobypay.io tell them that bad crypto sent you or don't tell them just get your tokens mobypay.io all right mate we're gonna have a great interview here we're gonna throw we're gonna we're gonna throw some fur on the dog's balls and all the things that he says he likes to say a lot of these things i don't even know some of his some of his things but you know i'm a trader cop and let's go talk to him now And joining us back for, I don't know, maybe the fourth time now? I, I think I've lost count. So that I, is true, still but he still, he still does not have as many show episodes as I do, Ronnie Moas. So just to remind you, I've been on Bad Crypto seven times. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're going to use that all the time now, aren't you? Seven and lost? Until somebody passes my record, Joel Kamm, I have the right to say whatever I want. I'm Ronnie Moass. I do what I please. (laughs) Yes, you are. Our trader friend from Down Under bringing us the latest market analysis because we neither have the skills nor inclination to do so. Mr. Craig Cobb, a.k.a. Trader Cobb. G'day, mate. G'day, mates. How are we, boys? Really good. It's actually late by you, right? You're watching the Bitcoins here in the evening. No, or is you it are. morning? It's my it's morning, morning, man. I just started my day. I'm 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 ready to go. All right. Well, how's tomorrow looking? Tomorrow's looking depends on today. Um, so yeah, man, I'll tell you right now, guys, it's the uh, last time we spoke was I think just before Christmas or around December-ish. And we were looking at the monthly chart. It's um, it's sort of it took another month to do what I wanted it to do, and it's done it. It's broken. It's in the cradle. It broke higher. The weekly is in an uptrend. And the daily, right now, I'm looking at it on a, today's what? What's today in your land? It's the 21st. so it, it it is the 21st of January, and just I just pulled up Coin Gecko. Bitcoin is currently at 87.11 with a total market cap of 240 billion. Nice. Yeah. So it's That's looking neat, good. Huh? Um, look, it looks really great. I mean, I, I, I cave into the start of this interview by saying that uh, i got to be out of here at 11 o'clock because I've got an order written down right there, ready to go. If it breaks the high of this bullish candle, I ain't going to be long, this puppy. It's been a bloody good, bloody good start to the year. I've never had a trading year that has started quite as good. So um, sitting pretty happy right now. Well, let's let's kind of review what happened over the past week or two, right? Yep. Because Bitcoin had been in the seven thousands, and then what happened and bring us up to date? Because when people hear this a week from now, who knows? You know yep. what will have happened? Yeah, look, what what has happened is basically we've uh, we've pushed up into a weekly uptrend. You know, we, we've had um, we've had a couple of bullish candles. That uh, well, we had a couple of rejection, a couple of little red candles back on the weeks. Let me just saddle up and have a look in here. Back in the weeks of we had a red candle, uh, the twenty third of December, so the last week of um, the sorry, the last two weeks of two thousand and nineteen, we saw a bit of a rejection there. Two pull two pullback candles to me says something. We break the high of that little that little range that we had, kind of getting us above sort of eight thousand was sort of the mark, and we, we pushed up through there quite nicely. Uh, we had a week where we were up 11%, another week, which was last week, 6.27%. So pretty good gains there for Bitcoin across the board. Last time we were spoken, as I said before, we were looking at the monthly back in the cradle zone, so back in and around that 10 and 20 period moving average, which um, those that uh, signed up to the link last time um, will have seen the strategies uh, that I put out there and a bit of information around that. The link's still val- valid, by the way, if anyone wants to jump onto that. Um, but um, it's just looking a heck of a lot more bullish, boys. And you know, in the, in the last couple of weeks, we've we've seen a continuation of trend, which has been impressive for me. And where I sit right now at this moment, I got a bullish candle in the cradle zone. It's a trading strategy of mine. Um, and you know, if I'm hoping the candle doesn't get too much bigger, but if we break the high of that candle, I can quite possibly see us going to uh well when i say quite possibly i'm willing to put my money where my mouth is and trade it long for a new higher high now now remember a lot of our listeners aren't you know hardcore traders like you so some of the terminology you're using here um maybe it'd be good if you could explain what it is you're looking for when you're talking about candles and gaps and all that yeah so i mean for the cradle strategy i'm looking basically i mean there's a lot more to it but in the end of the day i'm looking for a bullish candle in the cradle zone and the cradle zone is represented by the 10 and 20 period moving average so when it pulls back into that region um that's where i'm 
in between. Yeah, the it, can be, it can be touching. It can be in between. Just, just as long as it's touching either the ten or the twenty, we've got that just marvelously right now. Um, I, I need to have it in an uptrend and multiple timeframes in uptrends. And as I said, the monthly's looking good. The weekly's in an uptrend. The daily's in an uptrend. So for me right now, the momentum is certainly in the hands of the bulls. And the best thing about it, guys, is that it's been. Um, I mean, the last couple of weeks, it's not just Bitcoin. Bitcoin's actually been the quiet one. Um, market cap or market dominance of Bitcoin has dropped a bit and it's gone into other areas of the market, of course, the altcoins, and, and that's where the trading opportunities have been. Uh, and it's been it's been great. I mean, I've had five five trades this year. Um, touch wood, they've all well, they've all been profitable. They've all locked in profits, bar the two that I took yesterday. Um, which I've still got risk on on one of them. So it's been it's been a good start to the year. Momentum is definitely well and truly in the hands of the bulls, but we know what this market's like. It can change very, very quickly. My job is to uh, be decisive and make decisions, and my decision is if it breaks the high of today's candle, I'll be long. Right on. So it, it is interesting. Now, what? Now I know that you, you, you trade technicals, right? Yeah. Now, we know that in the past couple of weeks, we've had some crazy stuff from, from the timestamp. This is January 29th. We recently had that whole iran thing right no, no it's, it's, it's the 21st what i say the 29th okay yeah, you're 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 in the future you're being a future i'm also i'm also in the future yeah so it's the 21st and you know a couple of weeks back we had that iran deal there's some other stuff that was going down some crazy things uh craig wright is you know got proven by the judge that he doesn't have the keys to the to all those all those satoshi you know cryptos and and so it's like, are those some of the things that's driving the technicals that you're seeing, or is it just the news that's kind of helping the market cruise? Or how, how, how do you decipher that? Is or does that news stuff not even matter to you? You're just strictly technical. Yeah, mate, that's the beauty of it. I mean, I'm um, you know I'm not the smartest tool. In the, I'm not the sharp. I couldn't even get a saying right. Not the sharpest that's tool. True. In the I can attest to that. That is very true. <laughs> um, but look, I, I just keep it really simple, mate. Like, I mean. I look at charts. That's it. Like I've got, um, I mean, my business partner, you know, Pino. He, um, he basically is like, oh, he sent me a message, an email today, saying this is great news that I read every day, and I'm like, ha! Huh. I literally just unsubscribe from that because in the mornings when the news comes out, the last thing I want to do is read it. I'll, I'll read news and finances, financials, in the end of the day when I'm going to bed before I go to sleep. That's how um, you know exciting my life is. Um, and because I don't want it to influence my decisions throughout the day. My job is just to look at charts and be decisive, and I can't let I can't let anything else get in the way. As far as to answer your question, do I think it's moving the market? God, honest truth is, I don't know. It probably does factor into it, you know, but it doesn't factor into the way that I, you know, perceive my outcomes. It's strictly charts. Keep it simple, man. So as you're looking at your charts and avoiding making emotional trades based on the news or, you know, what you see as trends, certainly there's got to be some things that you're watching for in your charts that would make you go, oh, this is it. This is going to be the run that, you know, is is at least going to be somewhat similar to what we saw in 2017. Yeah, well, I mean, the it's, it comes back to the charts again, but it comes back to what is called cyclicity. So I want to see good, strong cyclicity in the market. Uh, and I want to see, if you're talking about a proper bull market, I want to see every trend in agreement. Now, if you consider what 2017 did, what we saw is we saw a couple of little pullbacks, but we saw month on month where it was breaking each month the candle. So let's say December closes, it breaks the high of the December candle. That's a positive. Let's say January closes, it breaks the high of the January candle. That's positive. So seeing month on month um, gains 
is really, really good as, as far as breaking the highs of each month, but also breaking to higher highs within the trend. So I'll talk with some numbers now that should be valid. Well, I'm hoping they're not valid next week because that would be marvellous of a run. But um, the last high we saw, remember the run last year, sort of from about April through to July, I think it was? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, because it happened during uh, Bitcoin 2020, I think, right? When we it saw ran that run hard, almost yeah, during- 13,000. They got up about 13 Gs or something. Yeah, we got a bit higher than that, actually. We got to 13.92, so we got oh, just nice. shy of 14. Um, and that was a pretty devastating run as far as, you know, showing what Bitcoin still can do. It's still got the legs. It's still got the well, power. Well, especially when it was down to 3,200, then it popped up to almost 14 Gs. I mean, that, anybody who got in at 3,200 made themselves a nice 3 or 4X almost. They're uh, using margin. They probably retired. Right. But yeah, it's like if, if anyone wants to go and have a look at the chart and pull up a monthly chart, you don't have to look at too much. Just look at the look at through 2017 where we saw the monthly candles broken higher. And you'll see it, it's it's not an indication that we definitely will go higher, but it certainly is a really, really positive thing. Now, on that pullback after that 14,000 high, we did continue to break the lows of candles on that pullback. Well, January's candle broke the high of December's first bullish sign. Now, if we can continue to start to see a few more of these months break those monthly candles when they close, um, that's why I'm always looking around at the end of a month or at the end of a week to see what those candles are looking like. The real litmus test for me, I mean, if we can get above that 14,000 mark, we'll have another higher high um, in a new Bitcoin trend on the monthly. If we can see that, well, we're not very far away from all-time highs of that 20,000 handle. And, you know, from there, it's not it's it's not a you know it's not out of the question to see us go from 20 to 30 in a quick quick period of time as we're all very well aware for us have been through the 2017 mayhem so it's um keeping an eye on something simple if you're an investor or a hodler is just watching those monthly candles being broken to the high side if if you're not someone who wants to get into the detail of actually converting that into gains then just keep an eye on those monthly candles it can be a pretty good indication of what's to come for that month you know, I, I noticed that I was looking at the long chart here for Bitcoin, and mm-hmm. it looks like last week we had one of the four highest volume days that we've had in Bitcoin in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? Yeah, that that gets you jazzed. Yeah, so you guys can't see the video here, but he's bouncing in his seat. <laughs> Yeah, mate, look, I don't trade on volume, um, but I'll tell you what, I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, one of the things I get asked quite often is, why don't you use volume? Well, I do, but I use it in a visual sense. You know, like for me, I don't need to care about Bitcoin's volume as much for the way that I trade because the way I use volume is, okay, is there volatility? Is there enough for me to get a big position on? And Bitcoin's given me the yeses to every trade I've taken on that. But one thing I can say, you know, people are talking about institutional money coming in, that sort of thing. The best uh, the best thing that I see in this space uh, at the moment from my perspective and my view, and keep in mind I'm a trader, so the way I see the market is probably very different to someone who's more of a fundamentals type of guy or girl. CME contract and volume increasing, backed volume increasing, that's showing, it's a real show of institutional volume. That's a good sign, a really, really, really good sign in my eyes because without those derivatives products, those futures contracts being um, you know, traded and used, well, we don't have that, that institutional money interest there. We're seeing that volume increase on a retail level. We're seeing that volume increase on an institutional level and we're seeing the price go up 
which is very, very positive indeed. So, yes, that, that is definitely a positive to see more people coming back into the space. And look, you guys are probably noticing it too, right? Like you've got a big following, yeah, a much bigger following than, than me. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of people coming out of the woodwork once again, asking questions. I'm getting back into trading. You know, past clients have done the courses. They're saying, hey, look, I've, I've still got access. Yes, it's a lifetime membership. Get back in. And, and we're definitely seeing that uh, interaction and interest um, coming back into the space, which it's nothing but a positive, and uh, long may it continue, gentlemen. Yeah, we noticed. We noticed. I think thirty something percent increase in our show downloads, and we had yeah, a nice we big pop on our on our website. Traffic popped back up pretty nicely. So last couple of weeks, I mean, when, when crypto goes up, people get more interested. When crypto goes down, they just want to forget about it. They're just it's like it's like the uh, that black sheep uncle that nobody wants to talk to. When crypto's is down, <laughs> yeah, it's me. I'm the I'm the black sheep <laughs> of the family. You're the black sheep of the family. I agree. We got spiked hard. Yeah, no, that's great. So, so you said that Bitcoin is the one that just kind of been doing a little something, something. What are some of the other ones that you have your eye on that you've noticed that have popped up? I mean, we saw Bcash popped up pretty big. B Bitcoin SVBSV popped up, and there were some other ones that have popped up as well. And, you know, why? Why did they pop up? And what, what kind of indication were you seeing on those charts? Well, here's, here's like, so I've been on holiday. Uh, I got back last week, right? I've been in holiday fishing for three weeks, had a great time, tagged a few miles. your whole but, life was a holiday. Come on, mate. You don't know what like you, rock star trap. Uh, right. But no, but look at the, the market certainly come back and BSV, look, I've got to be honest, like I don't I don't really care too much about the project. I don't care too much about too many projects, to be absolutely dead straight set honest with you. I, I know what I know and I stick to what I know, which is trading. But here's the big heart dagger or dagger to the heart is that there was a perfect Bitcoin breakout trade that's set up on it. Uh, I happened to be out at sea, so I didn't get it. Now, that was before the run. I mean, well, well, yeah, well, and, and it's offered on margin now too. So it's the most, we've talked about this in a past show, BSV is the most volatile in the top 10. And now it's in fifth place, I think, behind Lightning. I think I'm right. And B, B, Bitcoin Cash is just behind it. So there was the potential for 120 times your risk multiple. So that's 120X. So let's say you risk $100. There's 12 grand in your pocket for taking one simple trade. So for me, Ouch, didn't get that one. Um, but, but Bitcoin Cash, that's moved really well. I've, I've had some good trades on that. And we're seeing some other contracts starting to um, sort of sneak in, in into different platforms. Like there's an altcoin derivative now. Um, there's, um, there's all sorts of different derivatives that are starting to crop up that, um, that have been very, very good. Litecoins looked good. Um, there's been some good trades there. XRP's sort of been trickling along. But here's what I find interesting, right? We saw the sort of split coins, if you will, that have come off of Bitcoin, fork coins, yeah, like Bitcoin Diamond. It pumped over 100% the day, I think it was. Bitcoin Gold did something else stupid like that. BSV went dinosaur jats crackers. But Bitcoin Cash. Wait, what did you? What terminology did you just use there? It went what dinosaur? Dinosaur jats crackers. Jats so we got a, crackers. We got we got a, we got a brand of crackers here that you have cheese with, rather. They're called jats, and they're the best crackers. So when we say jats crackers, we mean they've gone really well. <laughs> and throw the dinosaur on top of that, and you know they're big animals. <laughs> Travis, they've so got dinosaur. Goes- 
Jets crackers. Yeah. So when it goes bad, you're like, oh, dinosaur Vegemite. Yeah, well, no, because Vegemite's the greatest invention Australia's ever had. So you can shut your mouth on that, Travis. Sit down. Oh, that's Shh. a piece of shit. I've tasted it. It tastes like a horse. <laughs> yeah, I, I concur. <laughs> yeah, you either love it or you hate it, boys. But uh, no, it's been an explosive start to the but year. But I love and, Tim um, Tams. Yeah. You could say Tim Tams. Some well, yeah, but I haven't Tim worked Tam. that analogy for that one just yet. So we'll work that out in the next episode. Okay. Well, that's really good. So no, it's so been good, guys. Finance has been good too. There's been a lot of good movement. I mean, it's honestly like from where we were last time we spoke to where we are today, we, we, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. It's good. What did the market so, get? We're good. Down we're, to? We're, we're Jats crackers good. What did it get down to? Oh. It was under. I know it was under two hundred billion. The total market cap. Oh, way, way under. We were under like two hundred billion just, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Where are we now in the total market? Three thirty or something? Two two forty at the moment. Two forty full full out. Right. Okay. So Bitcoin's one one fifty eight. Ethereum XRP. Bitcoin Cash has just taken the the the, the mantle back from BSV. So I, I have the answer to this. In J- January of last year, when we were at our low, we were we hit like 110 billion yep. was the lowest of the market cap. It's amazing too when you look at the volume for yep. crypto last January. It was like this little nothing. Everybody was like sad and walked away. And now uh, the volume starting last July was higher. And and it is now higher than the biggest part of the run from 2017 and early mm-hmm. 18. Wow, it was like double or triple almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. the high, it looks like the highs, and there was like 38 billion dollars in one day was the high back in January 2018. And I'm looking at this right here, January 17th, just a couple of days ago, 94 billion dollars in mm-hmm. one day. That's three x the volume of when the bull run was at its height. Yep. Yep, and uh, it's good to see. And where's that volume coming from? You got to ask yourself. That's yeah, yeah. and that's Are they, where is it I bullshit think... volume. Yeah, you got to wonder. Well, I mean, it's, it's continued. Like it, it's bullshit volume to me is when you see this big spike and it goes whoosh, and it right, wicks back. Right. What we're seeing at the moment. That's why I like to talk about like the breaking of the highs of those candles and the cyclicity. Is that we are seeing cyclicity. We are seeing the break of those candles. We're seeing follow through buying. We're seeing good trends in there, which. To me, it's it's telling me that it's a little bit more than just a flash in the pan, and we've seen it slowly but surely, consistently increase. So, it's going to take. Like, don't forget this as well. Nearly every mum and dad in the world well, that are connected to the internet and that are sort of halfway there to buying a Bitcoin will know about it. They'll, they'll understand what Bitcoin. Well, they'll know, they'll know what Bitcoin is, and most people will have done the whole. <laughs> How's your Bitcoin going there, Cobber? And you go, well, it's actually not doing too bad right now. Um, back at this time last year, you know, over Christmas, different story. People are aware of what it is. We get above that five-figure Bitcoin again, get above 10,000, and I think we're going to see that press come back in, and I think we're going to see a lot more. I think the money's primed to come in because a lot of people have sat back and not done anything. And what gets people excited is the fear of missing out, FOMO. And once we get above ten grand, I think you know there will be a few people that are thinking, "Geez, if I don't get in now, I might miss out on the next run." So we, um, you know, it, we we're constantly priming it. I think as long as we continue to have some momentum, we, we're good. Never before has mining difficulty been higher and harder on Bitcoin than it is right now. Never before has the volume been any higher than it is right now. And 
those things, if you look at just that, that's not technical stuff for the most part, but looking at that going, damn. And then when you start seeing your stuff go trigger, then you know. That's like, still yeah. Do you have a thing like do you send out like on a WhatsApp group or something like, oh, Cobb sees this. It's co- it's Cobb time. Like, do you like text or like a, a, a WhatsApp or, or like a Telegram yeah, group? I've got, or- I got a community, mate. Um, so we, you know, if, but people that join into the community are only people that have done the course or the course, you know, to run through the strategies so that we don't want to hold people back in there. But yeah, mate, I post myself, my team post videos six days a week to show the watch list, checklist. Like I actually do my scans live in the morning to clients. So yeah, we, we definitely, and that's why everyone's stoked right now because I've every single trade I've taken, I don't tip people. I just make sure they're looking in the right area. Uh, everyone in the community is killing the pig and, and it's, it's this, there you go. There's another, Another saying, pigs are, pigs pig. are crap. Pigs are bad. They Every, everybody's pigs. having bacon. That's what's going on right now. Just so you guys remember, if you go through this link, you'll get a discount in any of uh, Craig's yep. services, badco.in forward slash trader. I can't remember. What was the discount you were given? To uh, I think it's 10% off whatever you go for. 10%. Uh, badco.in forward slash trader. So I, I can't remember when it was, but recently we had somebody on the show and we ask a lot of people what they think of the having and what this person said and Travis maybe you'll remember because I just cannot we talked to too many people what he said is that the emotion is going to be what drives the the next spike due to the having that it's kind of like this whole FOMO thing right people are like oh the price is built into the having it's not going to have a major effect but here's what happens the having is an event the media is going to be talking about it. Just the fact that they're talking about it is going to drive people to buy and speculate. And then what happens? FOMO kicks in. So I tend to agree with this individual who impressed me with his words, but I can't remember who it was that said it. What do you think? Oh, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that for sure. I mean, look, at the end of the day, there's, um, you know, when I came into crypto and the reason I started this business was because, not the education business, because I couldn't find anyone that could help me with with what was what, right? I, I sat there and watched this market. For, after I bought my first Bitcoin, I sat there and watched the market for six weeks waiting, going, what what are the events that drive this market? And it was just batshit crazy. I couldn't work out what it was. The only thing that we actually have a date on, and it's not, a, it's not an exact date, of course, but we know it's something around May, right? We know that that's going to happen sometime around May. It's the only date that we have. Um, and it doesn't come around every year either, you know what I mean? Like it's the only actual date that we've got so it's anticipated like 500 times more than a non-farm payroll because there's 500 non-farm payrolls before we get a bloody halvening or something along those lines so yeah Yeah. i think it's incredibly important and you look at the history behind what leads up to the halvening and people are very aware of that so every day that we get closer we get closer to that fomo of the halvening also coming in and like you say media speculation around the event positive stuff Getting scared. Get scared. You know, actually, our uh, Joel's birthday is May fifth. My birthday is May sixteenth. I wonder whose birthday the happening is going to be closer on. Maybe we'll land on one of Bad Crypto's birthdays and make it be like super birthday for Bitcoin. Well, we should. We should kind of have a general idea within like twenty four hours, right? Don't they know based on how often a block is produced? 24 hours prior to the actual event, I, I believe so. Yeah, you'd be better knowing that than me. But one thing I can say to you, Joel, is. You must be dirty on yourself for not getting out in the fourth, right? <laughs> May the fourth, May the fourth be with you. you. Yeah, but uh, but May fifth is uh, Cinco de Mayo, 
you know, it's a, a big holiday in, in some of in some of Mexico, right? So, Is that why you planned it? You, you came out and that you went, no, nah, I want to party. It's exactly uh, it's exactly what I planned. All right, today. I got information, folks. I got information. Bitcoinclock.com. Bitcoinclock.com. Uh, blog having having is uh, 108 days, five hours and 14 minutes. It'll happen on May 9th, oh. 2020. My grandpa's nice. birthday. There you go, buddy. There you, you go, man. Grandfather's birthday, dude. Rest in peace, my grandpa. Ooh. This is good, though. That's a good day. Okay, well, there you go. Bitcoinclock.com. I'm going to be holding that up there. It says ETA. So I'm assuming it might change here and there because it's bang, 108 days, five hours and 14 minutes. I mean, that's pretty bloody precise right well, there. I think it's going to be pretty precise because, like, I mean, we know that every block is every 10 minutes, mm. right? It's math at this point. And so it would seem to me that they would know exactly, probably know exactly when the next happening is going to be. But it's so interesting seeing that thing tap down. So for those of you who know, you know, you you are in Australia and there's been some some crazy stuff. So you were just in holiday for the last 3 weeks. Were you around Australia or in Australia for the those tragic fires that were going on? Yeah, mate. Um I, I'm in Sydney, so I'm in, I I live in Bondi Beach and um the some days guys, like where my office is, I can look out and I can see the harbor and I can see over to Double Bay, which is the suburb next over and there's a hill that goes up. It's about 400 meters away. I couldn't see the water. I couldn't see the hill. Um, when I was at my place, I couldn't see the ocean, um, and that's only probably 500 metres as the crow flies. It was just apocalyptic. It was horrendous. Um, we had some really severe fires through Sydney, through the Blue Mountains, a beautiful part of the world that I love to frequent. Oh, that is such a beautiful part. I went there. I've been there. It is so beautiful there. Well, now you can walk through it because there's nothing left. Um, wow, are you serious? All so you know where the gorge is? It's, that's all gone. Oh, it's all been cooked. Oh yeah, I, I went so, to that, that conservation center or whatever up there. There's yeah, I took yeah, the train yeah. from Sydney up there one time when I was in town. Yep, no, it's all uh, a lot of that's been burnt out. Uh, and then my, my holiday was spent in Noosa Heads. The fires started there in September, so yeah, that's all. A lot of that section's already burned, but um, there's a lot of stuff that the you know the Australian community in crypto is doing right now. Um, we've got CryptoFireAlliance.com.au for any Aussies or anyone that really that wants to donate. I know um, your best mate, Travis Ronnie, uh, he's donated to the uh, Crypto Fire Alliance Fund, and we are looking to build an event out, an online-type event uh, in the next few months. Because the thing is, is that the fires are still burning. Um, people, you know, things are so quick, hot and, hot and cold when it comes to social media and attention spans, Right. I mean, look, it looks like we're going to have another SARS-type outbreak that we'll all panic about for 30 seconds and then forget about because it didn't do anything. That That's sort of on the cards at the minute. Um, so we're going to continue to work. Everything's fear-driven at this point when it talks to the media. You know, we got, got to get it scared up in a tizzy. But it's great you guys are doing that. What is it, CryptoFireAlliance.com? CryptoFireAlliance.com.au. Okay. Check out and what that. we're doing there is we're going to continue to continue to roll it out and continue to promote it. And we'll try, I'm trying to build something out where we can do like a maybe a 24 hour webathon as opposed to a telethon. Oh, you know, yeah. used to be the old oh, telephone yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, still, still work because these people have lost everything and they're going to need. It's not just going to be a month where they need a bit of money. They're yeah. going to need money for and all the going. and all those animals hard. too. Gosh, it's just such oh, a horrible man. thing. How many people have been arrested for these fires that have been created? Because I've, uh, I've read think, multiple different numbers. As you and Aussie on the ground, how many of you heard got arrested? Because I heard over 50. Oh, yeah. No, it got. I think it's about 108 or 138 were, have been arrested on fire-related <laughs> Over events. 100 people setting fire to their country no, to the, let it burn. So 25 were done for setting fires. 
Uh, a lot of the other, so an offence can be having a barbecue in the backyard with an open flame when there's total fire ban. So that that's an offence. Right, okay. Burning off, you know, like a bonfire of your old sticks and all that, that that's an offence as well. But no, 25 convictions, I believe it is, on actual fire bugs. Um, and look, they should they should lock them up. Um, properly because, oh, I didn't mean to kill 16 people and wipe out 2,000 homes. Yeah, but what did you think was going to happen, you douchebag? You know, lock them up, throw away the keys, goodbye. Um, You know, it's it's, it's it's, it's mind-boggling. The frustrating thing in Australia is that we used to have more or less under control. We've got our Aboriginal people have been on this land for Mm -hmm. 60,000, 70,000 years. They know what's up. And we've got people that are... um, 60,000, 70,000 years they've been there, the Aboriginals. And now, you know, that's... that's you're, you're spot on. Now, we, we've had conversations, Joel and I have had conversations about this, and you had conversations before this. It's like, you're, you said it exactly. The Aborigines, Aboriginals, they knew exactly how to manage that fire. You got to do little small controlled burns in these areas to get those old shrubs and those old dead branches and all that stuff burnt so the undergrowth will grow and everything will be great. You don't get everything out of control. Well, then, like you said, the suits come in. And they're like, oh, no, we're going to do it this way now. And that's why California burns. They don't do any yeah. of that fire prevention stuff that they need to do anymore. Yep. Well, I remember living, I lived across the road from the Noosa National Park when I was a youngster. And basically burn off every few years, right? Now, I went back mm-hmm. there and try and walk through the same bush with my kids. And it's not on a track. You know, we're, going, we're cutting through, you know, into the right, bush right. bush. And you can't get through. Because the shrubs are all about head high, and that's what's fueling these fires. It's they're dry, and all the sticks that have fallen, the trees that have fallen, you can't mm-hmm. even pull a bloody log out of the forest anymore. If a, if a tree falls and it's dangerous and the you know the park rangers have to cut that thing in half to make it safe, they're not allowed to drag the bloody thing out of the forest. What? Come on. We're human beings. We've got these vehicles and stuff. Let's keep it safe. But I don't know. They've cut the fire budget. It's 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 a hot potato political issue right now, and it should be globally. We're sort pun of intended. Is, is that you meant to what, do what that pun right there? I'm hot potato. Oh yeah. Okay. There. Oh shit. Missed that one. Yeah. Ooh. You know, I, I know it's super sad that we. You know, uh, nature can be super cruel, right? Yeah. And nature always bounces back. Somehow, the planet has survived, and it just makes me wonder. With you know us mourning the loss of you know, the animals, and certainly that's a real loss. You know, what happened when the dinosaurs were wiped out where people like, oh, man, all the T-Rexes and Brontosauruses are gone now. That sucks. Well, I think well, there weren't that- any people there then. The aliens hadn't brought us here yet. You don't know. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> well, the thing about that, million I mean, years ago. how fragile we are. It shows how fragile. I mean, a comet can drop down today and we're gone, you know. The, the fact, people- I, see one, I see one heading this way right now. Look out. Uh, we need the world the world doesn't need us one of the things that's so interesting is like like jupiter like if the one fact like if we didn't have jupiter out there that big ass huge gas ball because that thing has such a gravity pull that that thing any <laughs> any asteroid gas ball Travis. <laughs> what's that you're a so big what? huge gas ball <laughs> that's true that is true uh yeah i re- I recently had the flu and then i you know and i was glad i was able to fart again safely like a couple days after that so now I am a gas ball. It's good. <laughs> but it's just so interesting. Like, so many things have to align. Like, it is such a miracle that humanity has even existed as long as we have here on Earth. And we've, we've progressed so far that now we get to talk about this cryptocurrency money. It's unbelievable how far we progressed as a civilization. We, are, uh, we still don't get along. 
Yeah. We are our own, own worst enemy. And I think the major thing on that is emotion and greed. If we didn't have greed, how easy would the world be? We wouldn't have all this, all this bullshit and fighting and war and all that sort of stuff. Perhaps we'd be better without the human flaw, which is greed and emotion. Mm, that is so true. I say we ban that. We need to ban greed. Needs to be like the greed is greed good, object. right? Isn't that what the movies say? Greed's not good. Well, like, you know what? He ended up going to prison for, you know, Gordon Gecko. So maybe not. Well, the same same thing with Jordan. I mean, how that guy's still got a voice, I don't know. People listen to him too. And oh. he's out selling products. And I know we know a lot of people who know him. In fact, some people have said you should have uh, have him on the show because he talks about Bitcoin. I don't want that guy on the show. Like, oh, I don't want you on, mate. He's, I've spent time with that guy. I don't rate him at all. For, for the for those who don't know, we're talking about Jordan Belfort, right? The, the Wolf, 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 Wolf Street. Wall Street. Oh yeah. yeah. The My con man. Ban. Check this out. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy these. But it's bangreed.com, bangreed.org. All of those are available. Like, what are you gonna do with them? Man, that's like almost like a movement, just like a message out there to the world to ban greed. It's what are you going like, to do with them? I want to know what you're, what you're going to build. I don't know. Something that's uh, going to be, I'm going to build this huge empire and like make a bunch of money. I'm going to ban <laughs> registering <laughs> domains that I never use. Yeah, that's, that's true. Probably not. Probably that's ban I'm, greed. That's, that's a good do. more of a motto than anything. Ban I'm going to I'm gonna save you $10 right now, Travis. Don't okay. do it. Don't do there it. you go. I can get the Twitter okay. handle right now, too. <laughs> you do realize that if you don't do it, it's going to be sold out. It's like this time next week. Somebody's going to buy it. You know what? Bang. Yeah. It'll be a we need a movement, though. Ban greed. Now, the world, now if we what if, greed, that we good. What if you bought it, Travis, and then somebody came to you, you paid 10 bucks for it, and you're like, I'll sell to you for 20 because I'm banning greed. <laughs> you become a domain trader. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Got to check out the candles and make sure that the goat's hair on his ass is not the right blowing with the wind. Right, mate? Because it's, it's dinosaur <laughs> something cracker, something or other. I don't know. Dinosaur Jack's crackers. Yeah. Well, Craig, we appreciate you uh, coming and giving us an update. The website again to see all of the Trader Cobb crypto trading strategies is badco.in forward slash trader. You want to go directly through that link because that will give you access to 10% off any of the courses, community products, services, and whatnot on the Trader Cobb site, badco.in forward slash trader. And uh, we're still working on this notion of us coming to yeah, Australia. Touch on that. Crypto down under. So I reckon um, one of the things that I think is really important is timing. Um, and timing is looking like it could get better as we see the progression of this trend. Because more and more, as you know, your volumes, um, uh, your listeners coming back, mine are coming back. We're seeing people coming back. Um, and once these fires are sort of out, out of the way a little bit, I know that sound, might sound a little bit harsh, but once once we've got that out of the way, because there's a lot of events going on at the moment surrounded around fundraising, that sort of stuff, and we can certainly do something around that as well, and we certainly will. Um, but, yeah, I'm thinking uh, in, a, in a couple of months it's probably good to, to start to consider that again once we get some more momentum and uh, we've got a little bit more of a runway there. So um, we will definitely be in contact with you boys as soon as uh, my other half in this gets back from his uh, one month skiing in Austria. Um, well, I know what we don't want to do. We don't want to be there in the winter. So, you know, if we're going to. Oh, we got time. Uh, we got time. Yeah. We got time. But you also don't want to be there choking on smoke. No, that's, definitely that's, not. That's so true. And we also don't want to have to go through customs and have them digitally search our devices. We read about this. We actually talked about this at the, the Bitcoin conference yeah. in our panel. 
Like what what are you hearing about this? And what is what is the deal with with New Zealand and Australia, you know, checking people's devices and looking trying to look for cryptos and stuff? I mean, what what are you hearing about what's going on? I'm hearing the same as you boys, and I'm also hearing that Australia is using facial recognition technology now going forward as well, which is just a complete and utter invasion of our privacy. It, 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 I don't understand. Like Our politicians at the moment are getting a really hard time, understandably, because they're being idiots. They're being entitled. They're, they're, they're just doing dodgy stuff. And and when they take – and there was a whole um, – the, the cash ban over ten thousand dollars that was being talked about. I can't remember if it's been passed or not, but you weren't allowed to use or buy anything over ten thousand. You weren't even allowed to have more than ten thousand dollars cash. Now, god damn it, that's my money. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's just it's becoming why why are you taking away all my civil liberties? What why are you stopping me from control, power? Oh, exactly. Power. Like, uh, power. If you don't have a constitution that gives you the First Amendment or the Second Amendment, you don't have a Bill of Rights in Australia. You're a Commonwealth of the Queen, essentially. Wish we could You're serfs. You we should do a Harry. Serfs. Yeah. We should do a Harry. We should go. You know what? You know what, Queen Lady Friend? Mm, we're gonna we're gonna go and live in Canada. We're we're, we're out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm go just to gonna say. Harry's a schmo, right? He just walked away from his fortune, right? And it took it took what a year for her to pull him away I and know. say, "Yeah, uh, th- I'm." I'm she sorry. must have I'm... magical Megan vagina, like that. Must like that took his brain away. He was like, "I don't think anymore with the top head." It's known as M M M V. M M V. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be careful on that topic, but I'm sure it is. So if you know, we do like come knocking on the door, if we do come to Australia, I'm not bringing my regular phone. I'm gonna bring a burner with me because mm-hmm. nobody's getting access to my stuff. I will not have any emails on it. I will only be able to log into stuff remotely, and I will not have any of my wallets on it. I'm not yeah. you know, fine. Take it. Look at it. Oh, you want a password? Great. You have access to absolutely nothing. nothing. Good day, mate. Yeah, yep. Right. Well, the good news is, is they haven't been using it too much from what I understand from what the press has been saying, but, you know, that's the press. But um, I certainly haven't All been. Takes is one. I haven't. All had it it. Takes is one. Well, that's I completely agree with you. Look, I don't think it's a good thing. There's no doubt about that. Um, I think it's just a step in the wrong direction once again, and um, we need to have our privacy. Are you playing with a fidget spinner? I am. I've got a yellow fidget spinner right here. I have a bunch of toys. I have this one. I have this toy that Mr. Travis Wright gave me. It's got this uh, slick bottom and you put it on a uh, surface and you spin it and it makes this hypnotic type of thing. It spins, got my, like, it spins for like a minute. Forever. I've got my fidget cube here that I use for fidgeting. And I've got my uh, I've got a light coin here on the desk. It's a facsimile of a light coin. And of course, I have my ka-ching button. Oh, that's oh. see. That's the thing I could use. We ought to bring those down there and make them bad and send, take them at the uh, the event. Even though they have dollars on them, we should, put, mean, well, we should put bad coin signs on them. Okay, you can pay to make those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we should definitely get the guy right. out. We're definitely on that. We definitely want to make that happen. Uh, we will make that happen. And I'm looking forward to making that happen because it'll be a ton of fun as well. Um, and we are we have the opportunity now with the uh, the market coming back. We've got a strong community here in Australia, and we'd love to get you guys out there and get a sponsor on board. So if you are a sponsor, a big exchange, a broker, whatever you are, get in contact with either side of the fence. I don't care if it's us or them. Put us together. We'll make something happen. You'll get your exposure across lots of different markets. Get on board.
there's there's not a fence between us and you. There is not a big beautiful wall between you. There's a whole lot of water though. There is a lot of water, and uh, and and by the look of it, uh, a lot of red tape that you need to avoid. Don't bring a phone, yeah. bring a burner. And about a 12, 13 hour flight from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's a lot yeah. shorter. It's actually it's a Before lot it shorter back. flying back because we're going against the rotation of the Earth. Yeah, well, well at least you're in LA and not New York because that's a shocker from Australia. Oh, badco.in forward slash trader. Thank you, Mr. Trader Cobb. We'll catch up with you soon. Absolute pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very much for your time. That's Travis Wright. Of course, a great interview with uh, Craig Cobb. But what did you say the expression before the interview? Something uh, about- I tell you, something, something I, I don't even really remember. Something about the dog's balls, though, right? And the fur. The fur off the dog's balls here. This, this, this episode right here was the fur off the dog's balls. I, I don't think they say that in Australia. <laughs> it's, the Jack, it's the Jad's crackers of balls. They only say this in the Republic of Bad Travosia or something. Uh, which, by the way, this is a good opportunity for us to talk about uh, a couple new coins that are on the market. But before we do, let's tell you about an existing one. Of course, you've heard us talk about Divi for many, many moons now. We like the Divi. They're taking signups now for their digital finance ecosystem. They're going to offer crypto debit cards, instant bank accounts, and fiat to crypto on and off ramps right in the wallet. You guys are amongst the first to hear about this. And if you want to go over to enter your email at wallet.diviproject.org, you could be among the first to try it. Our master nodes are still cranking away. I love getting me some Divi every day. Wallet.diviproject.org. Divi, you got to bag it up. <clears throat> no divity. So... <laughs> That was bad. <laughs> that's what people expect here. So, Travis, something interesting happened here just a couple of days ago. You know, as we've been exploring options for creating NFTs, I came across this site called TokenMint.io and realized that this wasn't for NFTs. This is a site where you can create your own ERC-20 tokens. Those ERC-20 tokens, those are most of the ICOs that we had on the show during ICO season. Those are uh, tokens that are smart contract based on the Ethereum blockchain, ERC-20s. And I decided to create a token, Mr. Travis Wright. I created a million Joel coin. Mm-hmm. I didn't create an ICO. I just created uh, you know, a set of tokens. They're not for sale. I created a million of them. And in the Bad Crypto Mastermind, I made a post and said, hey, post your Ethereum address here as a comment, and I will send you 100 Joel coins, no questions asked. And a bunch mm-hmm. of people did that. And you guys can still, I think it's uh, it's pinned to the top of the Bad Crypto Mastermind at badco.in forward slash mastermind on Facebook. Put your Ethereum wallet there and you'll get 100 worthless Joel coins. But then you went and did something. Yeah, so I, I wanted to prove that my ego is bigger than Joel, so I created Travcoin. No, you did not. I did not. I did not do that. Actually, we were laughing, and uh, apparently nobody has ever registered the coin. And so I set up coin, and I created 21 million shits. That's that's actually not accurate. It has been created. You can create uh, a coin with the same name. In fact, if you'll go on to CoinGecko, uh, there's two entries for a coin with the symbol. Uh, One of them... It has no market cap, 
and really no trading volume. Bad coin has more trading volume than it does. And, and it has a symbol. Um, the, the other one has a symbol too. It's the Pumoji. And it is even lower on CoinGecko with a value last, uh, no market cap, no volume, no highs, lows. It's basically shit. Oh, that's funny. Well, we created an ERC-20. There's one called shitcoin. What is that one? Shitcoin D. Explore not shitcoin D. That's really funny. So we just basically created ERC-20 and it's shit. And you know what? You ever heard that phrase? Like, I don't have two shits to give. Well, I do. I got 21 million shits. I gave Joel a million shits. Yeah. And that's going to last me. That's going to last me a lifetime. I that's mean, really good. That's really good. That's and what we're doing is we're putting bowel movements on the blockchain, folks. So every time you take a poop, send a picture to Joel, and then I'll send you two shits. So <laughs> when you put your ERC twenty address, your Ethereum address on response for Joel Coin, Travis will send you at least two shits, maybe more. I'll, right you. I'll be sending out a thousand because I'm very generous. I've lost. <laughs> You're so generous with your. <laughs> I mean, it's really fun to send shit to people. You're just giving them shit. I know. I'm just giving people shit. That's what I do. And when you send it to them, you see if they can take shit. You can see if they can take the shit or not, or if they claim their shit. Is this your shit or my shit? Is this it's your shit now? Of course, the best place to receive it is while you're sitting on the toilet. And it's true. And there's a bull market. So there's the bullshit run going to happen. <laughs> Well, there you go, gang. Badco.in forward slash mastermind. Find the post that is uh, tagged as an announcement, pinned to the top, drop in your Ethereum address. Uh, Travis, when I send them to people, I'm liking their posts. That's how I know that I've sent them. I don't know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You can reply to them if you want to. I don't know how you're keeping track. Well, I mean, it's a shitty product, so there is no process. So um, if you you might get some, you might not get some, and uh, that's the way it goes. Well, and here's what, you know, you guys can do whatever you want with them. With Joel coin, you can, you can bargain between yourselves. You'll, you can say, I'll give you one Joel for two. Shits. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that sounds like a good deal to me. That's true. How many Joels are you handing out? Um, I'm giving a hundred at a time. Okay. There's, there's only a million. Oh, in there's my, only a million in circulation. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. There's only a million uh, in, in circulation. You know, our friend uh, Kurt Braggett created the Morty's mm-hmm. coin on the, um, the EOS blockchain and the way you get morty's is through bribes mm-hmm. so you, you there's actually a telegram group for morty's and it's pretty darn active it's really well, probably funny. what we're gonna do if you want some shit, you gotta do some shit. <laughs> so give us get us yeah and actually we might have a membership program oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's just so many bad jokes around this. And thanks for listening to our show. We appreciate you guys here at the Bad Crypto Podcast. And uh, uh, never imitated because why would anybody want to? We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bad news coming your way in our next episode number two or 363. And Mr. Travis Wright, we are already scheming for the big episode number 400. Who are we going to try and get back on? Um, we're gonna have, we're trying to, we're gonna try to get a shitty guest on for that episode mm-hmm. that you will all love. Catch you soon, gang. We appreciate you. Stay bad. Who's bad? 
the Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.